I'd like to welcome you to episode 44 of Third Heaven Authority podcast. I'm Mike Thompson. You know, the last few months, the Spirit of the Lord has been dealing with me around the subject of come February we launch. Well, now we're in March, so I just want to share some of the thoughts, some of the things that are rolling around on the inside of me that I can see happening at this particular time. You know, on the 2nd of December in 2021, the Lord spoke to me, and He told me He was giving us a two-month prophetic portal, and during that time, He wanted to draw us into a very close relationship with Him. He told me to spend time. He gave me an assignment to share with the people to take 30 minutes a day and spend the first five minutes in just worshiping the Lord, and then uh, 10 minutes in praying in tongues, up to 15 minutes, and then to take and uh, the remainder of that half an hour to read one chapter of the Bible a day, and the assignment was Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. So we did that. The Lord said that he wanted to be as close to us as we needed to be close to him. So all those things were happening. He said during that prophetic portal that he would begin to break off old um, strongholds that the enemy had been building in our lives just slowly over a period of time, that he would then be uh, giving us keys for the future and stirring up our heart and, and dreams and visions and assignments that he had placed upon us. So all those things uh, were going very well. He told me to also during that time is to pray for Donald Trump because Donald Trump is going through the same thing and that he needed to make wise decisions concerning this coming year, that he needed the counsel of the Lord, not just the counsel of man that was around him that might lead him astray. And of course, that's true for all of us. And then the Lord said, come February, we launch. Now, I've been honest from the very beginning that I wasn't sure what all come February we launch meant. I knew that we launch was not talking about we're getting out of here, we're blasting out of here, there's going to be a great catching away. No, it was a spiritual thing. It was of spiritual essence. I knew from the very beginning that God was saying that something was going to shift, change in the spiritual realm and that it would propel us through the next year and then the next decade. So very important things that I want to share with you concerning that. Because during the month of February, I think we probably all were wondering, what's going to happen? What is this launch all about? Uh, And I also shared that I didn't believe that we would immediately see a whole lot of changes in the natural realm, that it would require us just praying, digging in, being refreshed of the Spirit from the uh, December and January so that we were ready now for what was coming. I mean, you look back now at all the things that have happened. In the natural realm, there have been a lot of natural events, not only in our nation, uh, maybe in our own individual lives, but also in world affairs. There have been many social, political things that have risen up. Uh, You know, there was the whole pandemic issue 
There were the elections that we went through. There was the Russian invasion of Ukraine. There's the stuff that's happening with China um, and then North Korea and Iran. And I mean, just a lot of natural events. And from the very beginning, the Lord was telling me, don't get your focus on the natural events. I want you to know this launch is spiritual in essence, and it will change, overcome those natural events and bring about the proper conclusion that I want to have happen. So we have been digging in, digging in. Here's what I want to share with you today. Come February, we will launch. Well, now it's March, so come February, we already launched. What could that launch entail? What are some of the things that I see happening in that? What I'm sharing with you today is not the whole of it, because in spiritual things, we have to walk it out. One of the things that I have shared with you several times during the course of this uh, podcast is that some of the rules pertaining to the prophetic is that step number one, there is the revelation. And that's a dream, a vision, the voice of the Lord, an angelic encounter, the Holy Spirit speaking by a still small voice to our heart, or whether it be the actual more authoritative uh, voice and command of the Lord. There are many ways that he brings impressions and things to us. And so those are all highly important for us. So number one is the revelation. We don't get caught up in the vehicle the revelation comes through, but we look to what the message is. What is the Lord saying? Step number two then is there must be, uh, at least at that point for us, a proper interpretation of what that revelation is. What, what is he actually saying? What is the Lord not saying? Sometimes we make mistakes by extrapolating and adding on the things that our minds are trying to come up with uh, about what it is, what the revelation is, or about how it's supposed to work out, or any of those kind of things. And, and we got to stay true to what the revelation itself was. That revelation imparts knowledge and understanding to us so that uh, that becomes something that now we can operate in. So we've got to interpret it in a good and a godly way. And I'll inject this. If you don't know the Bible very well, or if you've got a bunch of uh, just some, some, some bad doctrines in there, uh, then your interpretation of what the Lord is saying may be skewed by that, and it'll get off. So it's an imperative for us to become students of the Word and to not only study the Word of God to show ourselves approved, but to also make sure that what we do is we have the wisdom of good teachers that are around us. I would encourage you to look to teachers that you admire, those who are really spiritual-based. They are mature, and they know what they're talking about. By that, I mean they actually do operate in the prophetic. They operate in the gifts of the Spirit. There's power displays that follow their lives and their ministries, and they're really doing something for God. 
uh, because it's more than just head knowledge for them. It's actually a walking out of what they believe. They're really proving it by manifestation of it in their lives. So make sure, because there are a lot of people out there who will teach things uh, that they don't really know what they're talking about because they've never experienced it. They've never really lived it. So follow good Bible teachers. I'm talking about prophetic, spirit-filled, faith-filled teachers that move in the spirit. So we got to have good interpretation. But then number three, step three, is there has to be the proper application. What is it that God wants us to do about it? And again, that also includes what does he want us to not do about it? We have to have both sides. And then we go forward and then we act upon it. We put feet to our intercession. We put feet to our faith and we begin to act upon and and move in the right direction and believe God. Uh, We pray about it and we decree. We begin to issue forth those decrees in the spiritual realm and in the natural atmosphere so that the angels have something to work with. And we're beginning to change events in the spiritual realm and go forward. Then the very last phrase is that, or step, is that we need to revisit it. You know, because what the Holy Spirit shows us about it initially will then begin to develop and expound and expand. And then he'll show us something new next week or next month. And we got to make sure that we're still in line with the old orders, but we're going into the new revelation of what that means as we walk it out. So all those things are very important for us as spirit-filled believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so then let's get back to this. What's the launch about? Here's my journey for the last few weeks. First of all, in John 16, verses 13 through 15, in the New King James Version, Jesus said to his disciples when he was getting ready to go away and go to heaven just prior to his crucifixion, his resurrection, it says, However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. Now, Jesus again was preparing the disciples for his departure, but that the Holy Spirit, the comforter, the help, the teacher would come and fill that place in their lives that he had. Verse 14, he will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it unto you, reveal and transmit it unto you. Verse 15, This is the crux of it. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it unto you. Reveal and declare it unto you. Now, the Christian evangelical version on that last line says, He will tell you not only what he has heard from me, but he will let you know what is going to happen. And then the Amplified Version on that last line says, He will give the measure that has been given to him, 
and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come and that will happen in the future. My only point in reading those scriptures is to show you that the Holy Spirit's job is to show us the future. There is a prophetic essence of the ecclesia, the church, the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's built into all things. God always does that. He works by revealing our future in advance. You can't have faith. You see, faith is not about what you already have. You don't need faith for what you already have. Faith is about what you don't have, but yet what has been promised to you. So the essence of faith, as it comes by revelation of the Spirit of God, is that it's something that you see in your future. If he says that you can be saved and you're a sinner, then you go, oh, I can see that I can have that. I can be saved. I want that. And then by faith, we accept Jesus. The same for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. The same for our whole prayer life, for praying for finances or unsaved loved ones, uh, for healing and for deliverance. It's to have what the Bible says we can have. It's a future thing. Jesus, now this is important, Jesus has already purchased it for us 2,000 years ago by his death and resurrection. It has already been provided for us when he sent the Holy Spirit and began the church age. But we don't have it yet, so therefore it becomes a spiritual future event. And then our faith reaches into that future, lays a hold of that promise that we can have because We get this inkling in our heart. Maybe we even see it on the canvas of our heart. Ourselves walking and being in that place of being saved and and being prospered and healthy and, and the good things of God ours. And it grabs a hold of it and then brings it into our here and now. And it becomes a reality in our life. It becomes our magnetic north. We then walk forward into it. So that's highly important for us to learn how to grasp a hold of that prophetic ability of the revelation of the Holy Spirit, his ability to declare the future, to show us what is going to happen, and then to reveal and to transmit that into our lives. So then what is the launch in February all about. I believe that I can share with you what the Lord, at least the bulk and the main of what the Lord was really dealing with me when he gave me that word. He was talking to me about the things that he has led me in for the whole of my ministry. And particularly over the last 18 to 20 years, I would say that the number one thing is that God has been dealing with me about evangelism and about the greatest revival numerically that planet Earth has ever witnessed. You know, C.K. and I were raised during a time in the charismatic renewal and the Jesus people movement where it just was, you could stand on the street corner and read the phone book and people would get saved. And the Lord keeps telling me that we are entering now into a time to where we're going to be witnessing that kind of thing again. 
it's going to be much easier to lead people to Jesus Christ in these coming few years, in fact, even this year, in 2022, than it has been for a long time. There's been a spiritual dryness, and there has been many people who have come to the cross and accepted Jesus as their Savior, but it's going to accelerate. The time of acceleration is now, and it's becoming easier. People's hearts are ready. You know, the whole human race has been traumatized and abused over the last few years. I mean, you know, you could say over the last few decades and still be accurate, etc. There's been so much that has happened in the earth. But I'm talking about with all the global stuff, pandemic, wars, all the other things that have been happening, people have been traumatized And the whole human race, to some degree, is actually in a place now to where they can receive. They want more than they've ever had before. They want to know about Jesus. They want to know the truth. They want to know if there's a God in heaven. They want to know if there's a way of actually making it to heaven. And so it's up to us the body of Christ, to begin to share with them and to prove it. Not only share the gospel, which is highly important. Please listen to me. I want to make that emphatically clear that we must share the good news, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, and tell them that Jesus died for our sins, was raised from the dead, and that if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth, Jesus is Lord, we will be saved and heaven will become our home. It's a very simple message, and and we can do that. But also realize that the format that happened in the book of Acts and that God has always used in every major revival, spiritual awakening, mass evangelism that has hit planet Earth since the original outpouring has always come with signs, wonders, miracles, gifts of the Holy Spirit. It has been with the supernatural in display. I've seen it so many times where If people receive the baptism in the Spirit, or they get healed by the power of God, or that He heals their marriage, that they just want to get saved. They want to serve Him, and it goes hand in hand. So we preach the gospel, but we preach a miraculous gospel, and that's highly important for us. So number one is that come February we launch, there is a connection with this outpouring of the Spirit of God right now. Millions of people are going to come into the kingdom of God just in these next couple of years. I see it in the spiritual realm. That's part of the launch. Number two, the launch is about the greatest numerically remnant that has ever walked the face of the earth. Uh, And, you know, C.K. and I have been preaching this for almost 45 years. And what we have seen is that in the very beginning of our ministry, we spent so much time getting people saved, filled with the Holy Spirit, brought up to speed, or getting people who have already been saved and been in organizations that were just dry, didn't teach anything, and, and show them how to be baptized in the Spirit, how to come into the supernatural and begin to walk in the Spirit of God. And through that then, how all the miraculous stuff begins to happen in their lives. But what I see now, and and I should mention, is that 
we spent so many years just teaching people uh, who they were in Jesus Christ and who Jesus Christ was in them, teaching them about the gifts of the Spirit, how to pray for the sick and those that were uh, that needed demonic deliverance and uh, you know all of that supernatural stuff. And what we see now is that there has been an exponential growth in that. It has taken hold and it has grown through the body of Christ to where now numerically there is such a larger segment of the ecclesia that operates in those things than when we first started. So that is absolutely dynamic. So this launch that happened in February is a launching of that whole segment in supernatural activity and a walking in third heaven authority. That's why he gave me the assignment in 2010. Teach people how to walk in third heaven authority. Now, the third thing that I see about this launch is that it is to put down the growing work and deception and misleading of what I call the ruling political spirit of Jezebel and also of the ruling political spirit of Pharisee. Jezebel on the far left, Pharisee on the far right. And that ruling political spirit of Jezebel, the Lord first started talking to me about in 2004. And he said that it had already been creeping into society in the United States and in Western civilization. In fact, uh, actually, I had a vision, and the Lord showed that a beast spirit in Europe that was tied to this and how that it had came across Europe, dove into the Atlantic Ocean, swam under the water, and then crawled up on the eastern seaboard of the United States to empower Jezebel to attempt to take over our nation. Jezebel is an antichrist spirit, and she works with other antichrist spirits. Her main objective is to disempower, castrate, and destroy the church of the Lord Jesus Christ and render it impotent. Now, she knows that she cannot just stop the church, but if she can make inroads into disempowering the church, she's satisfied with that. If she can't keep a person from being born again and accepting Jesus, then she would be satisfied with just making them religious, a form of religiosity and denying the power and the work of God in their lives. So all they do is just sit around and do nothing for Jesus and do nothing to stop her. They just operate in a natural capacity of just trying to reason themselves on what they think that the Bible's about or what serving Jesus should be, or they think, and they come up by con- with conjecture, uh, what good Christian teaching is supposed to be, and it's devoid of the power of the revelation of the Holy Spirit within them. And so it still is this. The launch, number three, is about destroying Jezebel in our nation. Now, as I've said before, there are many Jezebel spirits, individual spirits, that 
can come in and affect a person or somebody, a member of a congregation or a family. And, and many of you probably have witnessed that. And you say, well, that, that person's operating by a narcissistic Jezebel spirit. And that's all true. But I'm talking about the head honchos. I'm talking about the ruling political power uh, that has been working the United States for decades now and has really found its place in the pseudo-administration in Washington, D.C. right now that operates under the false anointing of a Jezebel spirit. That has been the main thing the Lord has been dealing with me about for years, since 2004, is the warfare against Jezebel and pulling her down in the spiritual realm. That's why in 2010 that he gave me the uh, vision where he actually took me the very first time to third heaven. And he told me at that point, teach my people how to operate in third heaven authority. Do you see how this is all dovetailing? I'm just trying to share with you what I know that the Lord was dealing with me as at least a major thrust connected with this launching of the body of Christ, this shifting, this going forward in this warfare in the spiritual realm. And then the Lord also, uh, in 2016, had an angel visit me and talk to me about the hand of the Lord being on then-candidate Donald Trump. And the, the angel said to me, the dogs of hell have been released against the one with the hand of the Lord on him. And he showed me and superimposed Donald Trump face. And he said, pray against, and there were three dogs of hell, pray against false witness, hatred, and murder. And speak truth and justice into the atmosphere. And we, the angels will break their spiritual teeth. In other words, begin to chip away at their spiritual authority and their power to render harm. And so I've been praying. This is all about putting down Jezebel. I hope you can see that. And then in 2018, the Lord began giving to me visions about the lion's army. I've had about five major visions. The first three were connected. And if you remember the first three, I think I've shared them all in, in some of these preceding podcasts. You can just go back and, and listen to those again. But in the, in the first three, he showed me this uh, big battlefield and that there were three armies that came against the church in America. The first one were the Shriekers and the Screamers, the ones just yelling and screaming and making noise and uh, intimidating and and threatening violence and just all and you look how that's manifest over the uh, particularly in I think about 2017 up and then really slammed in 2020 uh, and just how the social political structure of all the shriekers and the screamers and then the second army that was launched was called Line Unity. Now, these were the names that the Lord gave me for them at the time in the vision, in the encounter. And Lying Unity then were the ones that came along after that and said, oh, we know how to get the shriekers and the screamers and all this intimidation and strife and, and spiritual violence and everything. We, we know how to get that all down. It's just, just 
listen to us, uh, subscribe to us, elect our officials, and everything's going to be okay. You'll have peace again. But it was lying unity because they had a smirk on their face and they knew that it was all for control. The third army that came forward, demonic in essence, uh, were the punishers and the enforcers. And the punishers then, uh, after the last presidential election, were released in order to just inflict harm. They were part of the cancel culture and all the stuff that, that played out in our nation. And then the enforcers were those who came along to just make sure that people kowtowed, towed the line. But guess what? In the vision, we overcame all of them, and then the glory of God was released, and revival began to happen. And that actually has occurred. I am so proud of you and so many of you who have just stood and not given up. Oh, there have been those who got tired and weak and just decided that they didn't want to do it any longer. They couldn't go on, and, and they gave in to Jezebel. But most of you have stood through the test of time and against all of those onslaughts. And through this whole thing, we are putting down Jezebel. What's interesting in Jezebel's um, work in the United States and the far left, did you know that there are many spirits? I'm not saying that Jezebel and Pharisee uh, are the only ones. There are many spirits that are there at work. Uh, there's so much idolatry um, and so many spirits that actually ruled and controlled nations. There's kind of in the spiritual realm on the far left, there's been a fight over which one of them is going to uh, you know, be dominant. And Jezebel the, has been using but trying to keep down that communistic Marxist spirit. Somebody asked me the other day, well, what's the difference between Jezebel and, and that communism spirit? Well, we discussed it. C.K. and Brian and I, and we, how do we phrase this? One of the simplest phrases that we came up with is that Jezebel doesn't mind working within capitalism. Communism wants to destroy capitalism. That's a major thing in, their, in the difference between the two of them. And so there is a warfare now between Jezebel and communism, and you can see that in the political structure even in the United States right now. So Jezebel wants to keep capitalism because that's part of her power structure, her money, and the way that she finances and controls things. Now, what am I saying through all of this today? If you, if you just look, if you listen to me and you look for the common thread through all of it, is that I believe that the launch that already occurred in February and is now beginning to pick up speed is that there is a supernatural call on the body of Christ again to rise up now after our two-month portal of refreshing and to go forth into all of these new world events, but in the spiritual realm, a major thrust 
to destroy Jezebel in America, in Europe, to destroy the work of Antichrist. There is a pushback now. There is a spirit of revival that is happening that is going to change the world. Keep your focus there, and we're going to all go forward together. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every listener. In your precious name, Lord, we just pray that you would inspire within their hearts that steadfastness, the anointing, the glory, the call of the living God to rise up in the Spirit and to continue now with that assignment to destroy Jezebel, to remove her from politics in America, to paralyze her in the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, I pray for every single listener that, Lord, that you would heal their bodies, strengthen them for the work ahead. Financially, that you would prosper them and take care of them, that you would do miracles in their lives because they are the army of God. They are the prophetic eagles. And we shall see all of these come to pass. All of these things come to pass. We'll see it with our own eyes. And we give you the glory for it in your precious name. Amen. Join me in future episodes by subscribing to Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson on your favorite podcast platform. And walk in Third Heaven Authority.